It's that time again, the holidays, which means the shopping bonanza has begun. But are funds tight? Do you need more cash for holiday shopping? In this episode, Robert Farrington of The College Investor shares a few great ways to earn more money for the holidays, as well as if we should invest or pay off debt for a financially free new year. Welcome to the Financial Fornicating with Madam Money and Friends podcast, where fun financial tips are shared for sexier and healthier relationships with your money and credit. I'm Tara Jackson, aka Madam Money, and I am your host. I am excited about this episode, of course. It is the holidays, and everyone is preparing to shop or have started shopping except me. I don't really shop on the holidays, but for those of us who really shop on the holidays, you know, funds might be a little tight. We need some more money. So I called on my friend Robert Farrington of the College Investor to share some tips on how we can earn more money for the holidays. Also, I wanted to know from his perspective if we should invest or focus on paying off debt so we can live more financially free for the new year. So he is going to share those tips, but wanted to share a little bit about Robert. He is the founder of The College Investor and has been featured in so many media outlets uh, locally and nationally. He is known as America's millennial money expert as well as America's student loan debt expert. And his mission is to help people escape student loan debt and start building wealth for the future. So I'm so excited to have him on to share these tips on how we can earn more money for the holidays, as well as how to invest and pay off debt at the same damn time. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Robert, thanks for joining me for this episode. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, man. So, you know, I, I'm your um, secret uh, social media crush, right? I so love it. I've been stalking you forever. I'm so glad to finally virtually meet you face to face. Yes, this is awesome. So thank you so much. And, you know, the holidays are coming up and people are trying to find ways to earn more money because they want to spend more money for the holidays. And <laughs> most, most employers are not giving raises. They may not give bonuses. And, you know, some of us, we just don't want to get into more debt for this one particular day. So I would love to talk to you about earning more money, especially for the holidays. So what is a good idea or what are a few ideas that we can earn more money to help us pay for these holiday gifts? Yeah, definitely. Well, let's just start with the traditional thing. And that is just getting a second job or a holiday job or a seasonal job, right? So like in this day and age of the internet, I think we forget that there are just a lot of traditional jobs out there. You can go work at a retailer. You could go work at one of these holiday stands or a pop-up shop in the mall. And that little bit of 12 to 20 hours a week of work can definitely get some awesome holiday shopping for your family, can help provide for a great budget for like a Thanksgiving or Christmas meal. And, you know, it just prevents you from going into debt or maybe even helps you achieve paying off some existing debt or achieving other money goals. Um, I just think a lot of people forget that. 
the other thing is, is we have the internet and your phone and all of these amazing tools today, right? So like we live in this day and age where you can pull out your smartphone and there's like probably a thousand apps out there that let you earn some kind of money, <laughs> which is great. Um, but you know, some of them, you know, they're not necessarily the most lucrative, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're not talking about replacing your day job. We're talking about side gigs. We're talking about how to get some extra spending cash for the holidays. So things like driving for Uber and Lyft, you know, they're not going to earn you life-changing retirement money, but they could earn you a couple hundred dollars a week that could easily help pay for holiday gifts for your family. DoorDash, uh, you know, Postmates, depending on where you live, these food delivery services. Maybe you don't want to have people in your car, but you can deliver food, right? And here's another cool trick. About that. Uh, you know, you don't have to do Uber or Lyft, but if you really don't like people and you don't want them in your car, you can deliver food. Well, Tara, let me tell you like this other one about delivering food. And I've seen a couple people do this because I'm, I'm also like, we're, our family orders this a lot. We do a lot of like, you know, we don't want to cook breakfast on Saturday mornings. We're going to have Denny's come and bring food to the house. But moms and dads are having their kids, like 12-year-olds, go with them to deliver food. And so the parent is the driver and the kid is the one that gets out of the car and runs it to the front door and comes back. So it's a great way to tag team and earn money together as a family. You know, and it works in the afternoons. Maybe you pick up your, your child at like three or four. You do this for a couple hours, go home and do your normal routines, but it can definitely supplement your income and be a great learning lesson for your kids and achieve your goals for the holidays. I love that, that you include the kids, especially when they're old enough to get out the car and because they see that, oh, this earns money and it might get them excited about starting their own business or going to work early. I went to work early because my mom kept saying she was broke. So I couldn't wait for 14 to get my worker's permit to work. I kind of wish I waited now, but I always had that bug that I needed to earn my own money and how important that was for me because even if my mom didn't have the money, I can earn my own money. So that's awesome. And that's great. I mean, come on, let's be real here. Like a lot of the money we're spending for the holidays is probably on our children. <laughs> so like, let's teach them like the value of it, the time, the effort that it takes. And so that hopefully they can have a better understanding of it later on in life. That's perfect. I love that. Okay, so we got get another job, like a second job on a holiday job. There's a whole bunch out there for seasonal work. Um, do the on you know work from home or do the online or the DoorDash or Uber and involve the family if necessary, mm -hmm. involve the kids. That's awesome. What's another great one? Let's talk about the stuff in your house. <laughs> Can you sell it? Because now is also the time. I'm just a big believer in this. I have been selling stuff on eBay and I still do to this day selling my old stuff on eBay. There is just stuff everywhere in our garages and our closets. And maybe it's this, you know, holiday outfit you bought last year that you're not going to buy this year and you're not going to wear it again. Like sell that stuff. <laughs> Whatever it happens to be. But, you know, go on eBay, go on Poshmark. Sell your clothes there. Like there's so many ways that you can earn some money there that you just have all this stuff laying around your house. Like we all do. Can you put that to use in something that's going to be better for you this year than it was last year? You know, and then, you know, the other thing is you can create stuff. So I'm not a crafty one, but I definitely know people that are. And like, you know, maybe it's uh, selling stuff on Etsy. You know, right now is a great time to sell. Like, you know, I've seen people make uh, like 
invitations and cards and Christmas cards. And they put this together and they sell them as like kits of like 25 and, or like, you know, decorations for around the house. Yes. Um, My girlfriend, she, she designs reefs. And there I you go. Her, like for a holiday, she could do one for Thanksgiving. She can do a Christmas, a New Year, the reefs that are on your door and sell them on Etsy or eBay um, is an awesome idea. Exactly. And you know, my sister-in-law actually used to do this all the time. She used to make like wall hangings and same thing. It wasn't wreaths, but it was like other like artsy things. And you know, she'd make one a week and she'd sell that thing for like a hundred bucks. Wow. It probably cost her about $5 worth of like supplies. Plus, you know, she spent like an hour of her time making it, but she was also like watching TV while she was doing it. So, you know, it's like she enjoyed it. It was like a hobby and she was putting that hobby to, to make money on the side. And, and that's a great way to do it. That is so awesome. So we already got some really cool ideas of how to earn more money. Um, get a second job, seasonal job, uh, do something like Lyft, DoorDash, or a side hustle, um, create crafts and sell it on Etsy. And then the other one, which I love, is sell what, sell what you got that you don't use anymore, that you don't need anymore, or you can't fit anymore. Um, but there's, there's like a hundreds of dollars right in your closet. Um, and I tell my sister this all the time, I'm going shopping in your closet. So I shop in my, my little sister and my best friend's closet because it doesn't cost me anything. But if I want some of their old stuff, I know they can sell it and somebody else will want it as well. So those are some awesome ideas. So Robert, when we come back, I want to know how can we recover um, from this holiday shopping thing. So, you know, we're, we're shopping and we, we got the extra money, but we still maybe use our credit cards or whatever. What are some things that we can do or should we just invest our money? You know, the investing or paying off debt. Which one is the chicken or the egg? Which one should we do? So let's talk about that when we come back. Perfect. You are listening to the best podcast ever, right? So I have Robert on here sharing some great things and you heard some of the ideas on how to earn more money. But a lot of people want to know, well, it's coming up 2020. Should I pay off this debt that I have? Should I invest more money? It, should I invest first or pay off debt or pay off debt and invest first? Robert, what do you think we should do? Yes and yes. And that is the dilemma we all face, right? Like we have all these goals and we only have a limited pot of money. So like, how do you figure it out? And this is the balancing act that is so important. But there's a lot of hacks that you can use to like do both. And I think that's the hard part is that you got to figure out where to free up the money to be able to invest because you got to invest. There is no way around it. No one's going to take care of you. There's no one that's going to give you a loan to retire on, right? Like you can get a loan right now. You can get your credit card and get some great gifts for the holidays, but no one's going to, when you're 65 and you can't work anymore, no one's going to loan you some money to live, right. right? So let's talk about that. I think the big thing is, is for investing, you, well, first off, for paying off debt, you have to just make the minimum payments, no matter what. Like We can't even talk about that if you're not making the minimum payments. You can't invest, you need to go out and earn more money. You cannot be late and miss payments on your credit card or your car loan or your house. Like Not acceptable, it's just gonna hurt you in the long run. Right. But if we're beyond that point and you know you are making the minimum and you have this extra, let's say you have an extra thousand bucks, like where do I divert that? Do I pay off my debt? 
do I invest for retirement? Well, first off, are you taking advantage of things like an employer match in your 401k? Right. So like, let's talk about the free money. So like your employers, most employers give a, a match of some kind into a 401k or 403b or, you know, a, maybe you have a military retirement fund or something. Take advantage of the free money. Yeah. That sometimes means you have to contribute too. So, you know, a common one is like you put 5% in and your employer puts 5% in. Do that. Take advantage because, you know, you're basically taking a, a pay cut if you don't do it. <laughs> Exactly. Right? That's right. And I tell people all the time, you contribute to your 401k or employer sponsored retirement fund, if, especially if they match that, like yep. you said, that is free money. They're just giving you free money and you're, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. If you don't take that free money, it's going to take you longer to build up that retirement plan than if you just, you know, did 5% or 4%, especially if they're matching you. 100%. So the other cool account now that is growing in popularity that is a free money account that I like to say is the health savings account, right? So health savings accounts are growing. They're tied to your health insurance. And a lot of people don't realize that many employers will put money into their health savings account for them. And this health savings account can be used just like your 401k can. You don't have to pull the money out to go to the doctor. You can pay that doctor bill just like you did before you had the account, right? And if you do that, you let this health savings account grow, it's gonna be just as good a retirement account for you, if not better, because there's a lot of other perks that we don't necessarily get into. Um, but it can work just like a 401k. It'll grow, you can invest those funds, your employer can keep putting money into it, and it's a solid savings vehicle. And once again, it, it can be free money if your employer does it. Absolutely, that is awesome. A lot of people don't even know about the health savings accounts and they are very valuable. So ask your employer if they have a, H, a HSA or a health savings account. Right, and it's, a, it's that time of the year, right? I think it's like open enrollment time. This podcast is probably gonna go live right around there. Everyone's got a different plan here, but you know, you're gonna get those options and they're so confusing, these acronyms and what accounts you have and everything. So do your homework, but don't leave free money on the table. Right. Once you have that, then it's like, let's look at our debt. And I like, I'm a big guy. I'm a big balancing act guy. So it's like, if we had an extra thousand dollars, I'd put half extra towards the debt and you can do a snowball. You can do an avalanche, you know, that's kind of your own style on how you want to get out of debt. Um, but I would not give up the investing too. So I would put in the other half into an IRA or other investment account so that you can invest. Because here's the thing is that you're only going to be this age once. Time is not on our sides. We're always getting older, right? But the one thing that makes a difference with investing is time, right? That is the number one thing. So if you start investing at 25, even if it's like $20 a month, right. that is a game changer for you because in 40 years, that's going to grow to like five, 10, 100, and it's just going to keep going and going and going. But if you don't start till you're 40 or 45, Right. Like you've lost that 20, 25 years of growth. And even if that's a small amount of money, it's like you are at a huge, huge disadvantage. Yeah. I call that, I talk, I call time the metabolism of money. So the right. younger you are, the stronger the metabolism is. The older you are, the weaker the metabolism is and the more right. money you have to put to, into it. For example, when I was 20, I could eat anything and my metabolism would just burn it and I would still be skinny. 
Well, now I'm 40. And if I eat anything, my metabolism's not that strong anymore. So now I have to eat less or work out more. And so the object of the game is to leverage time as a metabolism as young as we can so that we don't have to work as hard when we get older. That's exactly right. Because here's the thing. If you start when you are 25, if you want to have a million dollars by the time you're 62, so early retirement these days, right? Because by the time you're 62, you're probably, we're all going to be living longer. We're going to be working longer. You need $4,600 a year. If you wait just from 25 to 29, you're up to $6,500 a year to hit the same goal. That's the difference that five years makes over 40 years. And then you know, can you, and I don't know if you can calculate this or can you imagine how much it will be if you wait until you're 45? Right? It's huge. The number just keeps multiplying. I can tell you if you wait till you're 40, okay. I can't do the 45 math. I just have okay. the 40. It's $16,000 a year. A year. It's, a year. It's gone up Crazy. 4X. It's gone up 4X. And that's the thing. And that number just keeps just multiplying. It's not even adding at this point in time. It's just multiplying and doubling and tripling because that's the power of compound interest. Like you've said it. And so if you can just start now with anything, it's going to take care of itself. But you can't avoid the debt. Let's get debt free. Let's add that. Let's find that balance, put that money in there. But if you take advantage of your free money, in your 401k, your health savings account, and you're putting a little extra away, that money's gonna grow, and then you're also eliminating your debt at the same time. That is so awesome. So yes and yes, invest and pay off debt. Start the investing with your employer, with the free money, the free matching, health savings accounts. Um, there's apps that are out there that can help you where you can start investing as low as $5, like Acorns, Robinhood, um, stockpile, all of those that help you begin the process of investing, but start where you are, start with your employer. And then, like you said, tackle the debt, find out how much you owe, all of the credits you owe. And if you need to pay off the smallest debt and move up or pay the largest interest, whatever floats your boat, just start knocking it down at the same dang time, right? Exactly. Awesome, Robert. Thank you so much for those tips. How can people continue to follow you and connect with you? Yeah, you can find me at thecollegeinvestor.com or if we're listening to podcasts, the College Investor audio show on your favorite podcasting platform. Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me. You'll be back. Thank now. you. Awesome. <laughs>